Hello and welcome to WGWG.org. Jeff in with you. Uh, as we sit down to record this, it's Friday morning. In the studio with me is uh, Matthew Tesnier, the big sports fan. Welcome. Happy Friday, Jeff. I think we're going to talk a little bit about uh, tennis and golf today. Is that right? Yeah, we're going to go a little off the beaten path. Easy to talk about basketball and football, and we'll you know maybe do a little bit of basketball. Because you know basketball, week. even though the uh, the the college hoops are are finished, wrapped up. There's a conclusion there. We still got the pros out there playing. We talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. We can start off there, and then we'll then okay. We'll move let's towards start the there. Golf. I want to know yeah, we'll how the Golden start. State Warriors are doing. You mentioned last week they were they were fighting for um, an all time win record, but to get that they have now to win four games in a row. But they've won one of those four now, so let's catch us up. Yeah, they beat the Spurs last night. They they've lost a couple of games to teams lately that. That they probably shouldn't have lost to, mm-hmm. um, but it's been really interesting. I feel like we've seen more about the stress of trying to set a record as a team in the last yeah, week. Yeah. Um, there was a really good story on ESPN.com about the Warriors coach, Steve Kerr. Kerr won five championships as a player, three with the Bulls and the Michael Jordan late 90s, and two with the Spurs, actually, which is interesting. Um, but Kerr was not with the team for like the first half of the season this year because he had back problems and he had really bad back problems after they won the championship last year. Mm -hmm. And so with surgery, and then I believe he had a problem with spinal fluid after his surgery that kept him out for 43 games to start the year. Wow! One of the assistants led him to 24 straight wins to start the year. So they had, you know, stressors even fall out from last year. And then the players have talked a lot about, some of them have said, let's just get through this regular season. Let's get out of this, get to the playoffs. The championship's what it's all about. Now, after winning last night, some of the players are saying, the coach is talking about resting us. We don't want to rest. We want to play these games. And they've got – Set the record. Yeah, yeah, we want to set the record. And and one of the players, I think Clay Thompson said, uh, or or Draymond Green, one of the stars, said, and we get to this point, and we're at 70 – we go for it now. I mean, you know, it's it's win or, win or not. You mm-hmm. know, we either get the record because we win all three games or we don't. Um, they've got one more game in San Antonio. Um, they've got a game in Memphis. I believe Memphis Saturday, San Antonio Sunday, and then they play Memphis one of the days next week to finish the year. So, so let me get this straight. Now, because they, they won, I think, last night, right, mm-hmm. they now have – the second best record ever. They do. They do. Okay. They've won right. 70 games. And when you look at a basketball team that's 70 and 9, that's still amazing. And if they win just two of these last three, they will tie for the most wins ever. They'll tie it. They'll tie it. Those those 95 96 Bulls um, who won 72 games. And then I believe, as, as we were talking a little bit ago, I think it was the 71 72 Lakers that won 69. So they just passed that team. So. You know, other than that 90s Bulls team, nobody's ever won more games. It's pretty wow. remarkable. That is pretty remarkable, and we just remarked on it. So we just remarked on it. That's right. Tennis, what you got in mind? Well, you know, I, we just talked a lot about baseball and softball already this spring season, and, you know, it's nice to kind of get around to other sports. Yeah. And I was just kind of looking at, at what Gardner-Webb has done in the last week, and um, forgive me if I say his name incorrectly, Um Maximilian Scholl. I think that's how you say his name. And forgive me again, Max, I'm going to call you if I've got it wrong. Uh, freshman tennis player that we have from Germany. He was Big South Men's Tennis Player of the Week. Wow. Um, he was a freshman Big South Tennis Men's Player of the Week earlier this year. But he won, I believe, all four matches that he had in the, in the preceding week. Um, and Gardner-Webb had quite a week. I think they've won six of their last nine men's tennis matches. That's really, really, really 
incredible um, for for us. And um, they've got one more match, and then they play the Big South Tourney. But you know, it just got me thinking about tennis, and um, tennis is actually one of my favorite sports to play, and one of the ones that I think I can actually be a little bit more competitive in. Um, I, I'm not the best uh, distance or um, sprint runner, so <laughs> um, you know, soccer is out, you know, mm-hmm. and running just on the field over and over and over again, up and down the field. Uh, basketball is getting tougher for me to go up and down the right, court over right. and over and over again, but tennis has maybe, you know, you can play it with one other person, which yep. is great. Yep. You play it with your spouse, and, and yep. my wife and I play it from time to time. Um, but you also have just enough rest period, I think. You know, it's a little more exciting and active than golf, yeah. um, which I also enjoy. But um, it's just a good sport, and, you know, it actually can get your heart rate up, get you sweating a little bit. It's good exercise, so I enjoy that. But, you know, I just got to thinking about that this week um, with our, our men's tennis team doing well. And mm-hmm. congratulations to Max uh, yeah. on his uh, Big South uh, Conference quite, Men's Tennis Player of the Week honor. Quite the honor. And, of course, as always, if you want to know more about Gardner Web Sports, just go to GWUsports.com and you'll get all the very latest. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then thinking about sports off the beaten path, it's a big week for for golf. Uh, and that's with not the Masters. quite off the beaten path. That's the Masters. The Masters isn't off the beaten path, but golf is. Yeah, generally speaking, eightieth Masters, I believe, uh, something like um, that. Quite a tradition. Mm-hmm. And Jack Nicholas and Gary Player, they always have the ceremonial first tee shots mm-hmm. from those legends. And I believe mm-hmm. maybe this is the first year Arnold Palmer has not been a part of that. I think he is. I think you're right. Step uh, down from that. Just I don't know if it's for health, health reasons, reasons or, or just couldn't make it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing what those guys do. And I believe Gary Player hit a hole-in-one the other night. And at his age, hitting a hole-in-one, there's always kind of a cool beginning to the Masters. They do mm-hmm. a par-three contest. Oh, okay. And I believe nine hole-in-ones were hit. Wow. And even among professional players. That's yeah. That's pretty good. We were talking a little bit earlier this morning about Ernie Els. Yeah, poor fella. Unfortunate nine on the first hole of the Masters. And Ernie is a major champion of the past. And He's, he was like on it. He should have gotten in like three or four sh- strokes, right? But, but yes. just kept missing the putt. And I believe we were saying that was a par four, which for non-golf yeah. folks, that means the ideal score is a four. You, you From tee to, to cup, right. you have four shots, including however many you know fairway shots, tee shots, putts. And he had nine, so a a rough start there. But um, golf is just one of those sports that you have to give, love him or hate him, you have to give Tiger Woods credit because he got a lot of people interested in the 90s in golf. And Mm -hmm. that was the time I was a teenager, and that's when I took notice. I cared nothing about golf until Tiger Woods started playing because I didn't live in the Jack Nicklaus years and the Arnold Palmer Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. So he got it started, and and again, love him or hate him, he's really kind of out of the picture now. Personal problems and health problems. He's got back issues. He's got back issues. He's got knee issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can just see the guy grimace when he's trying to play a round, let alone four rounds in a tournament. But – even with him out of it, golf, I would say, is in the best shape that it's ever been in Wow! as a whole because there are an incredible number of young players, yeah. both Americans and international. I mean, Jordan Spieth, the American, he's like 22, 23. He won the Masters last year. He's incredible. But if you run down the names, Bubba Watson, Jason Day, Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler, Justin Rose, just so many guys, there's a set of maybe 10 or 12 golfers at a lot of these tournaments, and, and some of the better players don't play in some of the smaller tournaments, and they take weeks off because they can, because they, they make the money they need to make, and they've got the prestige they need. 
But if you've got some of these bigger tournaments, you've easily got 10 or 12 guys that can win it. And you, you don't have the Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, yeah. just a few guys vying for a championship. Exactly. So yeah. For anybody who can stand to watch it on TV, we were talking a little bit about that. Not a golf fan, you probably don't want to play golf. What's worse is you probably don't want to watch golf. And then watching golf on TV I know is painful for a lot of people. But I think if you're going to watch golf on TV, this is the era in which to do it. Because obviously with, with TV sports coverage, you've got more angles, oh, yeah. more options for yeah. seeing things like you're really there than mm-hmm. ever. Um, but you also have an incredible number of players to cheer for. And again, it's a, a ton of Americans, but it's a ton of international guys. If you've got a country that you particularly love or love to travel to or you know, have heritage in, you can probably find a tremendous golfer from that country to root root for. Say, you know, if your husband likes to watch golf and you hate it and you have to have to kind of watch it with him. That's what my mom does. <laughs> she she just kind of bites the bullet and watches it with dad because dad enjoys go. it. There you go. Well, uh, is that it? You got anything else you want to take a look at this uh, morning? Um. Well, you know, we can kind of circle back around uh, just for a second uh, at the end. The Hornets going back to NBA. They're having one of their best seasons ever, and I think that's just noteworthy. Um, they have that's because they're back in Charlotte. That's where certainly, they belong. That certainly helps, I'm sure. They're they're in their rightful place, but they've had maybe one or two seasons ever that they've gotten into the 50s in wins in a season. They've got 45 now with four games to play, so they've got one of the best records, and and they're probably going to have the the fourth or fifth best record if they can win a couple more games that they've right. ever had, right. and that's that's noteworthy. The other interesting thing of note, uh, we can move on now from from the Final Four in college basketball, but now the focus turns to the NBA draft this summer Uh and some of the players who are leaving, some of the players who are coming back. So some of the biggest news this week was probably a lot of preseason polls have Duke number one, which, you know, we've talked here in the office a little bit about how Duke and Carolina kind of play off of each other years after each other in the national mm-hmm. spotlight. Carolina going to the national championship game this year. We might see Duke back there next year. They were just there two years ago. Right. Their big freshman star, Brandon Ingram, is going pro, so they're going to lose him. That. Yeah. But Grayson Allen, the Ted Cruz lookalike that we've talked about oh, here yeah. on Big Sports <laughs> Fan, he's going to come back for his junior year. And then Duke is bringing in an incredible recru- recruiting class of freshmen. So mm-hmm. it looks like Duke will be good next year. Again, um, they'll be a little bit better than they were this year. Injuries just made it tough. And then other favorites early, Villanova. Looks like they might still be pretty good. They're losing a couple guys to graduation, but probably going to bring a lot of other guys back. And then you've always got your Kentuckys, your Kansases, and your North Carolinas. And all of them look like they still might be good too. But Duke looks like the cream of the crop next year. So that's worthy of note before we finish up here on the Big Sports Fan.